0: You heard it here first. You have to listen to what this guy has to say about the game of basketball. I think the Rockets got a, got a
1: bundle for a player that didn't want to be there anymore. Boom! The Fistbump Boys are back. As always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the Fistbump Boys. We found the answer. The uh-huh. answer, the, the, the secret, the, the, of the universe.
0: Did we? Yeah. Episode forty-two. Wow.
1: We're here. It's a nice, no bad reference. You didn't like that reference?
0: No. No, a lot of our a lot of our listeners just aren't going to get it. One will.
1: Well, and care. if I get through to just one. And I've made a difference. Episode forty-two. The Fistbump Boys are back. We are here. Ton to talk about. Lots of football. Great, super wild card weekend. Exciting divisional weekend coming up. But dropping today is our clear cut lead story. Just earlier today, as we're recording this on Wednesday, it was released that James Harden got his wish. James yeah. Harden has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, we've talked about this already a little bit off the air, Gio. But I'm going to I'm going to try and <laughs> run down this trade. And Good then luck. we're going to talk about the trade. I and and this is One of the most complicated trades, one of the biggest trades all encompassing that I can remember There, you know, it's not as many. And you you, we've talked about this. It's Mm -hmm. not as many players as other trades in recent memory. But given the magnitude of the names, I I think I think it's it's one of the biggest.
0: Well, the magnitude of the names. And then if you include all the draft picks, I think it does end up becoming the largest trade ever. It's it's. It's on the list.
1: We'll say that. So let's run it down. The Brooklyn Nets get, ready for it? Yeah, James Harden. That, that's it. That's, that's what they get. I mean, all enough, I'm saying right? is the other teams have a lot more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a four-team trade involving the Nets, the Rockets, the Pacers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm going to go to the Cavs first. Let's get them out of the way. Let's knock this out. From the Nets, they get Jarrett Allen and Toreen Prince. I may or may not have pronounced that correctly.
0: No, two good players. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They they improve. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to make any noise, but they do just fine. No,
0: but it gives the Cavaliers two more players to add to that young team that they have. It's actually been doing pretty decent this year. Yep. 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 The Indiana Pacers are next.
1: They get Karis Levert. And the Rockets' 2023 second-round pick.
0: And to be honest, I think that this was the losing part of the trade. This is the see. I, I
1: disagree with you. I disagree with you. We're going to talk about it in a, in a minute. Then it's what the Rockets get. Everything. and the Rockets get everything. They end up with because it was first a three-team trade and then it became a four-team trade, etc., They end up with Victor Oladipo from the Pacers. All-star player. Dante Exum. Yep. From the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Rodion's Karooks. Yep. From the Nets. Those are the players they get. Yep. Here are the draft picks they get. They get three Brooklyn unprotected first-round picks in 2022, 24, and 26. Okay. They get... From the Cavaliers, the Milwaukee Bucks, 22 first-round pick. Mm-hmm. 2022 first-round pick. And then they get four Brooklyn unprotected first-round swats. 2021, 23, 25, and 27. That's who they get from, from who again? I'm sorry, I didn't. From... They get those unprotected picks. are all from Brooklyn. Okay. All the picks are from Brooklyn except for the Milwaukee first, which comes from the Cavs, because they had the, the rights to that pick. Okay. I uh, so let's let's you want to start with the Nets? You want to start with a different team and work our way through? How do you where do you want to start? I mean, let's, let's start, start with the Rockets.
0: Let's, let's start with the Rockets. Uh Victor Oladipo is, is a good player. Um I think it's a great
1: pickup. He is and we could dive into what number, but I'm gonna put him as a top twenty player.
0: Low end of the top 20, no, 17, I, I, 18, I,
1: I, 19, 20 in that range is where I'd, I would put him. I'd,
0: I'd put him between 20 and 30. So
1: it's it's hard to say right now because he's been out. Yeah. He had that injury, so he kind of falls off. But
0: before he had that injury, I had him right in the no, 20 range. You know what? The, the more I'm thinking about it, I don't think that he was the best player on his own team, even when he was healthy in Indiana. And based on that alone, that puts him outside the top 30. Like, if you're not the best player on your team, you're not top 30.
1: So... Just so you know, by that logic, that means Anthony Davis no, I'm or saying, LeBron James is in I'm top saying, 30. And now KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, two of the three yes, are top. Okay, so but, by that logic.
0: Yes, using that logic, you're correct. But it's also the top player on Indiana, I don't think, is a top 20 player. Okay, so we're, like, we're splitting like, hairs. He's, like not, I said. he's not a top 30 player. He's definitely... An all-star worthy player based on position, defense, and stuff that he brings. In
1: two-time all-star. He's a yeah. two-time all-star, mm-hmm.
0: Victor Oladipo. Anyway, I think I uh, might be I th- a little bit salty because he left Orlando. Maybe I'm. Yeah, a little no, bit salty I, I couldn't
1: though. tell. I couldn't tell. I uh, I think the Rockets got a got a bundle for a player that didn't want to be there anymore. So, Jandre didn't want to be in Houston. He came out and said, "I'm I'm I love this city, but it's just not going to work." And they they got a a king's ransom. For Harden,
0: yeah, yeah um, it, 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 they they did get a lot of picks and a lot of swaps. However, yes. one, I don't think those swaps will end up mattering.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll end up with with, with whichever is the better but, pick between them. So, but yeah, I'm
0: saying they're they're from definitely the Nets not the 21. The Nets now have Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. So yeah, so, so definitely
1: 21 won't be won't be a very well, high. I pick. I don't
0: think they're gonna have a high pick for the next. For any of them, like I think that those four pick swaps are just they're, they're thrown out the window. Um I would Brooklyn's say it's going to be twenty
1: twenty five and the twenty twenty seven have a
0: chance. They have because a there's a good chance
1: those those three aren't together coming chance, at that point. But, don't but forget like it's it's hard to say.
0: Their three stars aren't that old.
1: Like, well, contractually speaking, they're still you know Durant's already in his second year so of his four year deal. So we're just, again that's why it's beneficial to do a pick swap because if it's, if it's not a better no, no, pick, no.
0: I, I get it. I'm it just works. saying it. what I'm saying is those pick swaps. I don't think are as grandiose as everybody's saying, you know, so no, like, oh, they're, no. they're, definitely the they're definitely the lowest. They're definitely the
1: lowest of, uh, of all the, of all the stuff they get back. They're now, the the
0: four point. first round picks are uh, to get four first round picks for any player is insane. Well, and um, two of them are in the same year right two of them are in 2022 so that's huge yeah so that what i'm saying is is now they get those extra four first round picks plus the four that they would have had to go for those same years well that's the thing And, and i'm
1: cutting you off again no, they had to give up a bunch of first-round picks in that oh, for Russell uh, Chris Westbrook. Paul and or, Russell yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. So this, they get those picks back and then some. Like yeah, they, yeah. They, they made themselves whole and added to it. So but, if they had kept all those
0: picks, holy moly. But the thing to think about, too, is once again, look who those picks are coming from. They're going to be low first round. Probably. So Probably. I mean, first-round picks are great. Don't get me wrong. You, you can find, find diamonds in the rough in the late first round. But they're not it's not like they're going to get a zion or a john well Marine, I, I don't mean? think
1: those picks are going to stay with them and like well and they, that's, they're, they're probably going to the, move them as capital that's the exact for other players that, that i was the about future. to get to is yeah so
0: what they're going to do is take those four first round picks and flip them for another player uh victor depot is a great place to start with this team um to put him with john wall yeah. and a focused demarcus cousins Yep, you can you can make some noise. Now you're not going to come out of the West, not, especially not with probably Tigers, not. But I mean, this trade, it, James Harden was a transcendent offensive player. Yeah. Now you get Victor Oladipo, who can still get you 20 a night, play great defense. I think it makes their team a little bit better, and it gives them a, a much brighter future.
1: So I agree with all of that. Uh, I, I want to get to the Pacers momentarily here because mm-hmm. you thought they were the losers of this deal.
0: I think that of the four teams, they were the loser of this trade. So the
1: reason I disagree with you is because Victor Oladipo was on an expiring contract, which would likely have required a max deal to keep him in Indiana. Okay, so I think while I th- Levert still has two more years on I his th- contract, I
0: think you're confusing what I'm saying they're the losers of this trade they didn't lose but of the 14 they got the least is that what you're got trying the to say Least in this trade i think they upgraded
1: so i i i maybe the Cavs. i i think the calves are just i think the Cavs. they got, got tossed
0: think, in there i think they got significantly better well when
1: you're when you're so far down let's be honest
0: it's but the calves they got they got another good young player to come in. Now they can take Andre Drummond, and they can trade Andre Drummond. They can get I something mean, for him or Kevin Love. Like they don't need they don't need both of those big players now because you got Jared Allen. Torian Prince is a good bench player. He's going to add something off the bench, not too much starting. But I think that Jared Allen acquisition opens up them to trade one of those big contracts that they have up front that they don't need anymore. And they got a bunch of big contracts. Yeah. That's for damn sure. So uh, the the Pacers, yes, getting getting Lavert was good when you can get it for Oladipo and that second round pick. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say that it was horrible, but of the the what of the four teams, 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 got they ranked got the them teams. fourth. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'll I'll I'll, I'll figure. I, I'll go with that. Now let's bring it to Brooklyn. Let's talk about Brooklyn, and I wanna I wanna pause for a second and and throw it back a few episodes, back to episode thirty-seven when you and I previewed the NBA season and we did the Fistbump Boys uh, draft the NBA edition, and you had the first pick. Surprisingly, you went with the Lakers. I had the second pick, and I I waffled on it, and I ended up with the. With the Brooklyn Nets, I chose the Nets with the caveat of this deal. Let's take a listen. I'm also playing just in case. Just in case Harden, makes Harden, it Harden goes whatever. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, 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 changes, it changes the dynamic a little bit.
0: So right there. You yeah, see, you made like, the right choice. You definitely made like, the right
1: it, choice. It, if it all now, we're going to talk about this here in a minute. But if it all gels and works together, it it makes us and and mm-hmm. you agreed with it at the time, as we just heard. It, it makes us look like we we saw this in the future. Now the question is:
0: Well, okay, so a few things, and it's a caveat that comes to all of it. Everybody saw this happening. Like sure, I, I read, but so we're many just smarter. Is what I'm it. saying. And also, it, what you just said if this gels in comes together and that's the big question and they have they have joe harris who i think is a perfect complement to all Mm -hmm. of this by Mm -hmm. he's one of the best outside shooters in the nba especially as a spot-up shooter yep um so if this works this team is instantly a finals contender they were close to being a finals contender anyway if this works they have a chance to be a championship contender because Absolutely. it's going to be hard to stop three players who, two of them are two of the best scorers we've ever seen. And one is by far the best ball handler I think I've ever seen. Now, that does not take into account the situation going on right now with Kyrie Which Irving. you be referring to Kyrie Irving? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what is going on in this guy's mind. We know that. Kyrie is a very special player, but he's also he's out there, you know, he's- uh, he, he, has, he has
1: definitely had his moments. Uh, now he should be very, very happy because now he has, and I'm quoting him, he has two other guys that can make that final shot, which he's never had one in his career, as he said before he was with KD. He didn't have a player that could hit the final shot so, of the game. So,
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I have to bring this up while we're talking sure. about that whole situation. Did you see that LeBron no look three? <laughs> I did. I did. Never
1: seen that before. And LeBron had a – I've, I've seen it puts with Puts it up Steph. and he turns – around. Yeah, I've seen it with Steph a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, but with LeBron, he turns around to his bench. And bet. <laughs> and, and, and so what hasn't been spoken about about that clip, and we'll get back to the Nets here in a second, my favorite part about that clip – is not that he turns around, not that he makes the shot, none of that. It's that the moment he knows that went in, that dude sprints yeah. down the field yeah. to get back on yeah. defense, yeah. and I think that is an underappreciated fact about that because normally he'd put it up and already be moving, but in that play, he you know he did the showboating or whatever, mm-hmm. and then hauls ass down the court A- against anyway
0: against this Rockets team, may I add? Yes, to, well, to just, you know. What's left of well, this, not Rocket this team. Rockets team, the new, <laughs> the new Rockets? But so, so whatever's going bring it on. back in, to Kyrie Irving. Yeah, whatever's going on in his head, like he's got to either he's going to come back immediately after whatever they decide to do with the investigation, or, and I heard this said on on TV and on the radio by one specific person. Yeah, he might just need to retire. Oh, you heard that from Stephen A. Stephen Smith. Stephen A. Like, Stephen A. didn't think he should. He
1: said he needs to retire.
0: Yeah, like if if you can't figure this out, if the stress is so much that it's causing you to literally lose your mind, you've made enough money where you can just say, you know what, I'm done. I have a championship. He can. Sure. I I I've made what's he made over a hundred million dollars, probably more, just playing in the NBA uh you know it, it's it's at the point where this Nets team could and you have 3 of the top 15 players in the NBA on one team it reminds me of the the Heatles like they're that that mm-hmm. good but it could all disintegrate if Kyrie is is not going to get off this kick that he's on of, Ooh, look at me. I'm a madman Ah, you know, Uh, including
1: this season, he's made 158 plus million dollars.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like you can retire. Uh, Like that's uh, generational money.
1: I can, I can live on that, you know? So for a couple of years.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and if, if you, if your heart's not in this anymore, just retire. So be
1: it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. there's going to be plenty of people that are are disappointed and frustrated by that, and that's fair. Well, it, but it's a, a, do Andrew, you,
0: man? Andrew Luck called a lot of flack for retiring early. Yeah, he did. But in reality, if his mind isn't there, mm-hmm. especially in a sport as physical as football, somebody's going to get hurt. In the NBA, yep. while it's not as physical, something's going to happen where somebody could get hurt this team could fall apart you're you're wasting years off kevin durant's career like move on and and understand i still think he has the talent to play in the nba i still think he has the talent to be a star in the nba i still he could be an mvp one year but he needs to figure it out i
1: completely agree and and what are what are how many people are in the nba what is it like
0: 15 uh, per team? 15 per team, 450? 32 teams.
1: So there's it's like
0: 450, 480 players or something like that.
1: So, not for nothing, if you don't want to be there, you are taking a spot away from someone who does. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and, move and, along. And,
0: okay. So, but, so yes, okay, whatever. The, the worst, the biggest crime of all of this is, but We both think that LeBron is the GOAT, and it's for us, it's, it's not even an argument. It's, it's not a thinking. It, it is. And Kevin Durant has a chance to be the second or third greatest player to ever play in this league. He's yeah. talented on, on every asset on the floor. He's one of the best shooters we've ever seen. Yeah, You're wasting years of his career like Oklahoma City did. By not yes, by not keep you know having the not best keeping players everybody together, him and not keeping everybody together. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take those those years away from Kevin Durant, that's a shame. Like I want look, I want to see Kevin Durant versus LeBron James every year in the NBA Finals. That's the way it should be. These are yeah. two of the, the two best players in the NBA right now. So if you're going to keep that away from, from us and we're not going to be able to get that, I'm sorry, you got to go. So the question is, does he does
1: he come back? Does Kyrie see and is this the is this move
0: gonna contribute to that one way or the other? So I think that he's gonna realize like this is our chance. I got what I wanted. Here's the only thing that I'm afraid of of if he does. There's a chance that he can come back and Kevin Durant looks at this like what? I wasn't good enough for you? like you, you
1: well there there's a I, whole lot more to the story with Kyrie. i don't know if it has anything to do with the pieces around no, him I, I, causing I'm not, this rift
0: not even saying that it was the pieces around him what i'm saying is, is if you look at this and and he just instantly okay i'm all better now we have we have james harden i'm good oh
1: it does he resent him for for sitting out i i think winning heals everything
0: Oh, absolutely. They absolutely! Start winning
1: games, and 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 for the most part, you know nobody on that team is is known for blowing it up when they're when they're winning. Now, well, absolutely. Have, have they, do they blow it up? Yes, but, but if they're winning, they're going to be on the straight and narrow and wait until the end of the here's season. Here's the
0: thing to talk about that I don't think enough people bring up when Kevin Durant his last season on the Warriors when yep. he had that rift with Draymond Green. Yes it changed how it changed everything changed yes. everything. And I think that to be, no, I'm not saying he didn't get injured, but I think it took him longer to come Twice. back from that injury, you know, or he didn't rehab it properly because yeah. he started feeling some way. And no, I don't listen. It KD is known for having
1: feelings. He's known for making them clear, whether it's mm-hmm. on his own account or his burner accounts, who knows? Um, i am hopeful much like you said that this that this works and they come together and they can make it work the problem is and we discussed this in the past you got at least two if not three ball dominant players yeah. that That need the ball and and if you if you want to take KD out of that, Kevin Durant could play off the ball. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. Kevin Durant, more than anybody on that team, can can go fine you. You handle it. Hit me for the three when you need. Now Harden and Kyrie Irving, not so much. They are ball dominant. Kyrie Irving has always been that. Now Kyrie has shown the ability to be that ball dominant player, Mm -hmm. but. Have and I'm talking about when he was with LeBron. Obviously, have the ability to pass it off and let LeBron do what he did. I thought that's how it was going to work with KD. Then you bring in James Harden, who has shown no ability to share the ball with anybody.
0: Well, it's, and so that's it's where funny. I think we're going to have a problem. You say that like he led the league in assist one year. Like people don't they, they don't th- they don't think about that. The dude can average thirty and ten. Can, It's not. But the- hasn't. Well, I think it was different in Houston. Well, I was. What My
1: next thing was was how much of that was because he
0: had to do it. A lot of he it was because he had to score all those points to win the game. And we talked about that during during our, our yeah. preview as well. Yep. He had to. Yep. That's so, fair. So, you know, Westbrook isn't going to, you know, knock any, you know, catch and shoot threes down. Or, you know, he hasn't had anybody yep. like Kevin Durant since he had
1: Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah.
0: So. It's going to be interesting to see it. The one thing is, I want to know who's bringing the ball up. I mean, you would think it has to be Kyrie, but I. Uh, yeah, J- I mean, I James think it's Harden, in between the two of them, obviously. What, what, but here's, James Harden isn't a catch and release three point shooter. He's not a. No, he's a, not. A, he is an ISO player. Who as is Kyrie. Has a great step back, but as does Kyrie, Kyrie is such a better driver. Yes. He's such a better ball handler that I think that he's going to have to step back and say look you guide this offense let Kyrie dish the ball out and if nothing's happening Kyrie's going to give the ball to Harden and then Harden's going to, you know, either do his step back 3 or drive to the hole and get those free throws in which he's led the league in free throw attempts for years and then when we need a dagger it's yeah. It's K- KD's there to hit it from anywhere on no, the court, and that's I and, think. And, and ironically, it's it's funny that you know we always we, we keep talking about the comment that that Kyrie made about finally having players who can yeah. clutch shots. Who's going to shoot the final shot on this team? Well, so two things on that. Number one,
1: KD. KD's hitting the final shot. I don't care who else is on that team, and I mean that. Anybody in the league, KD's taking that shot. That's my honest opinion. Okay. I, I'm not saying he's the best player, but if you made me say right now who I want taking that last shot, assuming KD is the same KD for that he any, was. For
0: anybody in the league, I think I'd put him uh, third. But on that team, yes, I'd put him first.
1: Definitely on that team, I think he's in the conversation for oh, anybody in the league. Yeah, now, yeah. that's number one. Number two, just a few games ago, both Kyrie and... And KD had shots to win yeah, the game, yeah, and yeah. both of them missed it in the same mm-hmm. game in back-to-back shots. Yeah. So, huh, I guess the the pressure really, I think, is going to come down on Steve Nash.
0: Yeah, Steve yeah. Nash has especially to figure out first, a way to make this work. Especially the first year head coach. Uh,
1: yeah, he he has
0: he has no, if, now. If, if he has been
1: gifted gonna, a very very good if team,
0: anybody's going to figure out a way to have an offense that can can support three scores. And and give advice to these players that if I was an NBA player, I'd look at a two-time MVP Hall of Fame. That's exactly and say he the point what I was talking just make. about. Um and he's gonna know how to distribute and tell them where did, did he led the league and assist how many times? Like you have to listen to what this guy has to say about the game of basketball. The only thing that I'm afraid of is the system that Steve Nash knows, that Steve Nash was at his best at was that Mike D'Antoni offense, yes. which James Harden has already admitted he does not like that offense. So it's going to be interesting to see what what adjustments Steve Nash is going to make to appease James Harden because he's going to have to appease him to some extent. I, I
1: completely agree, and you made a similar point that I was going to make in that if he is he number one, no, but... If you made me make a list of coaches who garnishes that respect from what they did in the league, Steve Nash is on that list.
0: Yeah, he, in fact, I mean, to be honest, it, of, of all NBA head coaches right now, he, for what they did in the league, it's Steve Nash and everybody else. Like, he is uh, he is. I mean, the coach Kerr. that, when he played, no, Kerr, Kerr was not a two-time MVP. Kerr, you see that shot? Player. You see that shot?
1: Go watch The Last Dance again and take a look at that shot. It, without Steve Kerr, Michael's not even in the conversation, is all look, I'm saying. S-
0: Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the other guy that hit the shot for him? BJ Armstrong.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So all I'm saying is he had some guys. Now, look,
0: Steve Nash has an MVP trophy. In fact, probably two of them that belong to Shaq. Like, he took two oh, of Shaq's MVPs. 100%. So... Uh, and plus, Hall of Fame. How many coaches that coach right now are in the Hall of Fame as a player? Zero. Well, one. I'm sorry, Steve, that's, Nash. I was gonna say. <laughs> Steve Nash. That's <laughs> hey. it.
1: Uh, I think I think you're. I think you might be right on that. And I'm and I'm not.
0: I mean, there's an assistant coach jumped. who is at least uh, two, maybe. There's Patrick Ewing and there's yep. uh, Jason Kidd. Other than that, that's it. Great players don't become head coaches, and the ones that do. They be, they're very successful. Casey Jones and – and uh, uh, God, now I'm drawing blanks. Uh, but it, the ones that are really good players that end up becoming coaches become very successful as coaches. So I think Steve Nash is going right down that path. Isn't – I just want to fact-check
1: this right here because I know people are listening going, wait, 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 wait. Isn't Patrick coaching at Georgetown?
0: Patrick Ewing? Did he? Oh yeah, he did. He's, go to Georgetown. Yeah, he's a Georgetown still. Okay, yeah, yeah. But
1: okay. anyway, your point remains. I uh, I want to hear nobody else, nobody else give LeBron crap about joining teams and joining forces any more because this, this right here, which James Harden orchestrated himself by hiring a team to make this trade happen, this. Is one of the best uh, player-created compilations we've ever seen.
0: Well, hey, hey, look, you can take all you know, say all you want about LeBron joining these super teams. Kevin Durant's done it twice. Yeah, yeah, and not so, just done it twice. I don't like, want to hear it anymore. He went to to the super team of of our generation. Like yes. that Golden State yes. Warriors team was stacked, and now. He might be going to a bigger three. Well, he's he's there. He's but, he's right, creating right, it himself. Right, yeah. He might he might be be part of a bigger three. If I can correct what I said because I, I said it wrong. But regardless, he's going to another team or, or going. James Harden is going to a team there now it where it, it's it's such a big three that it's almost kind of like. How is any team in the East going to beat this juggernaut?
1: I want to do a shout-out to your guy. Your guy, Skip Bayless. (laughs) Skip Bayless is on a a horse like we've never seen. He immediately tweeted, and I quote, Say goodnight, LeBron. Immediately. And then came out with, in this year's finals, LeBron James won't get to face an injury-riddled fifth seed, having to play three kids high minutes, Duncan Robinson, Harrow, and none. Mm -hmm. That is if he makes it out of the West. Oh, he is blowing up on LeBron right here. Blowing up. So my question to you. If we were redoing the fist bump boys draft right now. Yeah. Would you change your first overall pick to no, remind everybody? No. Your and first overall pick was the Los Angeles. Lakers? No.
0: And if you decided to change your second pick or your first pick, I would look at you like, what are no, you no,
1: doing? no, 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 no. The question is whether they would bump up to the first pick. No,
0: no. Does no. Brooklyn jump just, up to the I'm, first look, pick? I'm, I'm, I am 100% confident that LeBron James is almost, in fact, for the past 11 years, has been guaranteed, unless he's injured, guaranteed to make the NBA finals. Okay.
1: So, well, again, I, all I'm saying is, would you take Brooklyn now?
0: No. Over the Lakers? No. 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 And it's for fair. that reason. Like, I can almost guarantee that LeBron will at least make the finals. We don't know. All I'm saying is, I'm willing
1: to offer you the Nets if he, you want to give me no, the Lakers. No. no. <laughs> It was worth a shot i picked the the nets simply because of the, the kd and kyrie finding a way to make work and on the hopes that they would make this deal they made this deal yep. and i gotta tell you before today i was i was contemplating having a conversation about the state of the nba et cetera, with you on the air and i was gonna say can we can we revisit our draft
0: because my nets were falling
1: no. apart. No. My, no. Of course, you would have said no. But my nets were falling apart, and and I was I was panicking. And then they made this deal, and I went, oh, "All right, oh, well, hopefully, hopefully something good comes I mean, out of this." It, look,
0: th- this should work. Like on it paper, should? meant you know, just thinking about it in your head, looking at how how good each player is, you, this should almost be guaranteed to at least get to the finals. At, least to, seen, At least to the conference finals. But we've seen other super teams fall on their face. And and we've seen one that had Kevin Nash on it completely fall on its face. That Lakers team. Hold up.
1: Hold up. I just want to pause you for a second there. Who is Kevin Nash? Steve Nash. Sorry. Oh, Steve
0: Nash. <laughs> I was thinking Continue. Kevin Durant and then
1: since... <laughs> So, yes, we saw that team in L.A. You're absolutely right with Steve and his middle name is Ke- Kevin. Steve Kevin Nash. Uh, they, they did. Who else was it? Wasn't that with was uh, Dwight, Dwight Howard, Kobe
0: Bryant, Paul Gasol, yeah. Andrew Byer. Yeah, That team on paper and everything that you looked they should have complimented each other. That team should have worked. And, and they didn't. did. It was terrible. So and they were back. Yeah. So well they made they they they, they were a top seed and or not top seed but top four in the West, but they they got knocked down the first round. It was ugly Yeah, that's 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 bad. But th- this team has a chance, but it also has a chance of being that team. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Moving on
1: to the college football playoff national championship. I don't know if you saw there was quote unquote a game the other night. I saw in, a massacre. Miami. Whoosh, whoosh! The Alabama Crimson Tide, fifty-two. That's what I saw. I saw. <laughs> I remember this. I remember those. <laughs> I remember those. Alabama Crimson Tide, fifty-two. Ohio State, twenty-four. We are both right on the winner. We both gave the points, no problem. But the over/under was seventy-five five you said under i said over son of a gun if that didn't come in at seventy six yeah it's ridiculous boom i so so i saw that and immediately went god it's just vegas another so example good. of vegas being so good at this how unless of course they have the sports almanac from Back to the Future, and that's how they know.
0: Don't know that wouldn't even work. Don't forget that Sports Almanac was 2013. It's 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 old now.
1: Oh no, they went back and got the next one.
0: Like they oh, oh,
1: got it. Got come it.
0: Back on, Back to the Future basically. Four.
1: But they they went back to the, the so the past. The, in the past, they went. So they hit the over just like your boy predicted. Yes, let's go. Uh, that game was hardly in doubt. It, Ohio State. Did their best at the beginning. They 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 kept
0: it close early. Yeah, for about then, five minutes. They kept it close for about five minutes,
1: and 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 then Alabama started to just keep applying pressure, and mm-hmm. there was a, I, I was it like 14, 14 or something like that, and Ohio State had a three and out, and I went, uh oh, and it was over. It was over in the blink of an eye, and I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to go backwards on this and say Mac Jones was fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely fantastic. He was a Heisman finalist for a reason. If I remember correctly, he came in third for a reason. He went 36 of 45, 464 yards, and five touchdowns. Amazing. Najee Harris was, uh, the numbers aren't out of this world, but he was great. He was absolutely great. He had 79 rushing yards to go along with 79 receiving yards, two rushing touchdowns, and one receiving touchdown, which was a great, it was a great touchdown, his, his receiving touchdown. But real quick on Najee Harris, early in that game, the very first touchdown, and I want this noted, the very first touchdown, it was a it was a you know one-yard run. And he dives in and there's an Ohio State player who has a hold of his ankle. He's already in the end zone. The play is over, and that kid, clear as day, I can see I saw it live on the air, starts twisting that ankle in a modified gator roll. Yeah. And I am screaming at the television. Now. I don't understand how they couldn't hear me, but apparently they didn't hear me. Nobody's saying a word about it. They're just celebrating. Najee Harris is screaming at the refs, and they're like, oh, he's all fired up about something, and I'm yelling. He he was getting rolling, and it immediately made me think of this pat. you know, during the mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. we were talking about this and how terrible it was, and I'm tweeting everybody under the sun. Just tweet, hey, get a roll, get a roll. Kirk Herbst, brought it up, but I wanted that pointed out that, that – that damn play needs to be addressed. That that tackle needs to be addressed. That could have caused serious damage to him. It really, really could have. And we saw so, it on Chris Carson earlier so this year.
0: My opinion on that, and, and if we can remember what I said, we're not going to rehash because, the whole thing. Yeah. My my whole opinion was the rules are the rules. It has to stay. It blah blah blah. In college, I, I look at it differently. These kids are not being. The They're here. kids. Let me change that. Let me change this. They're not knowingly being paid, from what we know, <laughs> to play college they are student football. They're student-athletes. Okay, they're student-athletes. Anything that could possibly damage these players' future, because that's what they're playing for, is their future at this point. Not their present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It what if, what if this tore something in Najee Harris? Now this game was hundred was, was not in doubt from from the second. Well, to so
1: the this was, kickoff. but that, no, no, this was early. This was the know first that. touchdown. Know that, so be, it was very much in doubt.
0: But let no, if Najee Harris was gone, this game was still going to go Alabama's way. Is what I'm trying to say. Probably okay. Probably. So w- without Najee Harris, okay, Alabama still wins. Maybe not by 28, but they still it probably would have hit the under. But. If this took this, this kid has a chance to be something special in the NFL. A, 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 one of the top five yes. running backs he could be. And I, I'm not predicting it. The, I'm just there's a lot of people talking about how he's the number one running back now. Yeah. Well, Audible. I'm saying, yeah. So if this took this kid's career away, you could ta- be taking away hundreds mm-hmm. yep. of millions of dollars.
1: Yep. So. Also, it's kind of a crummy thing to do. Well,
0: yes, yes, but I'm not. I'm trying to look at it from from not as a human, not as a a good human being perspective. I'm trying to look at it from a business, personal perspective. Yes, hundred percent. If this player got hurt on a college football field and ended his career because somebody decided to do a a dirty role. I'm totally against that. In this situation, I'm 100% with you. I think that 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 play should be 100% banned in college. If it happens at all, players should be suspended, kicked off the field, whatever they have to do to stop that play from happening. To that point,
1: I I was very disappointed to see Waddle on the field. I get it. It's hard to keep a player on the field. Listen – I've played with a broken leg. I totally understand. I totally understand that. But he was endangering that kid's future, Nick Saban was, by putting him on the field. We don't know what went on behind the scenes. We don't know how much. He he was obviously cleared by medical to get on the field, and I get all that. He should have said, listen, kid, sit down. And he ended up limping off the field. I don't know if he did any damage. I have no idea, but he ended up limping all the field pretty badly, pretty badly, and it did not look good.
0: So, I mean, you hope that, that he's 100% fine and there's nothing wrong sure. with him and he's going to recover, but God, what, a, what what do you do? And I understand you're, you're Nick Saban, I get it. so any decision that Nick you Saban. make is the right decision. Like, you're Nick Saban. Sit down, kid. But, but what do you do when... when it, let, Let's say that... And I think that this is probably what happened. And I, and I don't know. I don't have any inside news. Of course so, not. What if, if Waddle came up to him and said, Coach, I'm 100% good. Coaches, or the, the, the trainers cleared me. Doctors cleared me. I feel good. I'm playing good. I showed you what I could do in practice. Because he practiced for the week before yep. that. And just... I can't miss this. This is my my my. Senior, I get all that. You know, whatever. Just yep. let me in, and I can show you. And and to be honest, his first couple routes were good. He, he looked, no he he, he
1: was fine. Good. He ended up with three catches for thirty four yards. Yeah. And and I get all of that. I get all of that. The moment he limped off that field, I'm sitting him. Yeah, get yes, him yes, out yes, of here. Yes. But they put him back here. They kept putting him back in. Now. That's not the subject that we really want to talk about. We want to talk about the best player in the country and on that field. Devontae Smith.
0: Yeah, let's talk about. Oh,
1: oh, oh. (laughs) Listen, we're not even going to talk about Ohio State in in this conversation. Kudos to them. They did great. Happy to be there. Weird season. Thanks. Devontae Smith deserves three hours of conversation. What he did in that game. Was
0: what he did in that quarter, unbelievable. Like the rest of the game didn't matter. It was the first half. Right. But I'm just saying, the second quarter alone. second quarter
1: was unbelievable. The, he, he had 12 catches for 215 yards and three touchdowns.
0: You know he was re- named the
1: most outstanding player, and he didn't play the second half.
0: You know what it reminded me of? Last year, Justin Jefferson. What he did. In the championship in game, the championship game, the what was it? The first four, first half, he had four touchdowns, two hundred yards, and then nothing the rest of the game because they didn't need him.
1: The difference with this is Devonte actually got hurt. Right, he, right, uh, we right, think he. I think the reports are he jammed his thumb or something like that, or something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So they were like, "Listen, we don't need you. You're the best player in the country. You're going to go top five in the draft." The same thing that I think they should have done with Waddle should go
0: number should go number two should go number two but that, that's I I don't think he should discussion. go number
1: two but that's that's we'll talk about that in our in our mock draft he he was unbelievable uncoverable they even had a play where he was one on one with a linebacker yeah come on. And that's actually the one that got him to the 215. Mm-hmm. He, he just blew right by him. And I think there needs to be a tremendous amount of credit given to Steve Sarkisian. His play yeah. designs, his motions, his, his route combinations were just amazing in this game. Including that play that I just said that, that got him... One on one with a linebacker, and then they had one of his touchdown, one of his other touchdowns, I should say, where they had him in motion, like back and forth three times, and then he ran the little, the little wow. out. I tell you what, see, on that one too. It was unbelievable
0: to see to see the play design of Steve Sarkeesian. Like, I've always looked at Alabama and seen their offense, and I understand they have Steve Sarkeesian. And everybody, you know, Well, they do now, they haven't that. right, right. But what I'm saying, like I'm talking about through the year, yeah, they're, you know, they're they're this, you know, he he. Calls these great plays and this and, that. and I was like, he doesn't call the it plays. It's Nick Saban. Like everyone no, no. knows, it's no, no, Nick no. Saban. Hold on, this is uh, and defense. Then, Nick Saban, and, and then you see they showed a lot of, of cuts to the sideline during the offense of Alabama, and you see Sarkeesian holding up everything, and he's calling
1: everything. the whole thing, the
0: whole thing. Yeah, he deserves to be at Texas,
1: <laughs> and, and the University of yeah. Texas. Watch that game with the biggest yeah. smile on their faces. Nope. They have to be very happy with what they saw in that game because yep. he was and and he needs to get that credit because there were some. And, and I went back and I watched some of these plays. And I, and you know that I love watching the play design and the route coming. He it was incredible.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, incredible his, to watch. his play calling was on a completely different level. Well and and the designs of the point, not but, just what plays but, he called, but, that, but the but no, whole that's, thing was that's what I'm saying. His Designing the plays, the play calling, the time he called them, the yeah, everything it was, about it was so new level. It was an absolute yeah. clinic. Yeah.
1: And and that's the part once once the game was, you know, basically in hand, I started to really hone in on what these plays were designed and it was just it was a lot of fun to watch. I saw It, it really was and, a lot of fun.
0: I'll be honest. The only thought that kept coming to my head is why did we re-sign Harbaugh when we probably could have had Sirk? <laughs> you could, You probably could have had Sirk. You
1: probably could have had him. And and I gotta tell you, that's that's at least a conversation as to which you would choose. Michigan or Texas? It's at least a conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, they're both storied programs, and and I don't know which you would choose. I don't now, know.
0: Th- I think it would have to be where he would want to be more. Would he want to be up north in the in, you know in that normal weather, or would he want to be down south? Right. So we're not going to get into that. It, congratulations, Texas, for for getting a great coach, and congratulations, Alabama, for having the second a best seven. college football bowl game that I've seen, like championship game. Like dominance. Uh, oh, last year was a lot more dominant by LSU. Well, LSU yeah. last yeah. year was, I don't it know, was,
1: I'll, I'll agree with that. I I believe that's seven for,
0: number for seven. Big Nick,
1: right? Number seven, yep. Making him number one overall. He passed, yep. uh, what is it, Bear? Bear
0: yep. Bryant? He passed Bear Bryant from Alabama. Oh, what a coincidence.
1: So, yes, as you said, a big fist bump. Congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Ohio State, thanks for joining us, though. We appreciate you showing up. Another
0: thing, too, is the last hundred years, these are the second and third most, I mean, win-wise, most dominant programs in the country. Alabama is is so far ahead of everyone else at this point, this year anyway. Yes. You know, it's... It's cool to see that hundred years of history come into play because they made a big deal about that coming, yeah. you know, into this. Well, game. there wasn't
1: much else to make a big deal about yeah. this game. We most everybody now. A part of me wanted Ohio State to win this game. Not, no. Just no, no. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> a part of me did just because of the the weirdness of the season. They only played what six games total. So seven games total. Yes. Eighth, this was their eight. eighth game. Yep. Uh, I it just, it just it would have been right on cue for 2020. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is
0: it would have just finished off my 2020, like,
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have. I want to move on to the NFL. Do you mind? Do you mind if we move on to the NFL?
0: I mean, we can move on to the NFL.
1: The Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles, I th- did they listen to you? I can't remember if you said... Well, they fired Doug Peterson.
0: What are they thinking?
1: Wow it, it's, it's it is definitely weird. I uh, it was you know a couple days later than everybody else, a full week later. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed course. They 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 came out and said he was going to stay, or at least indicated that he was going to stay. And then after a conversation, they they had a difference of opinions, uh, philosophies, yep. and decided to part ways. Doug Peterson leaves after five seasons with the Eagles with an overall record of 42-37-1, and one, including that Super Bowl 52 championship over the Patriots, the first and only Super Bowl victory in Philadelphia Eagles franchise. Yeah. Uh, like I said, caught everybody off guard. What are, what, what are they... It's...
0: What so are they doing? It's typical Eagles. Like you have a coach that gets your team to the Super, Bowl, and this one won it. But you get it. Your your coach who brings you to the Super Bowl, and he starts conflicting with your franchise quarterback. And granted, they got rid of Donovan McNabb before they got rid of Andy Reid. But you still get rid of the coach. Yeah, like it's just yeah. Doug Peterson should not have been fired. I don't think. It, the only okay. the only thing that i could say he should have been fired for was that abysmal, you know, decision in, in game seven, 16 against against Washington. Week
1: 17, yeah. yeah. So, yep. yes, when he so, followed okay. his game plan yeah. to a T yeah. that like, he said he was going to do all week and he did what he said he was yeah. going to do. Yeah. I I have a problem with that too.
0: And and Carson Wentz is just, he's not your, he, the first time that he truly got challenged after, you know, the whole Nick Foles situation, which yeah, he wasn't really challenged. He got hurt. Yep. He, he loses it. He gets deflated. He, he turns into the worst quarterback in the NFL. And, and now you're keeping him with that horrible contract. When you have his replacement, it, so team, th- so you think they're going to keep him now? I, I I think they have to. They either have to and get rid of Hertz because you can't have them both in the same uh, uh, quarterback room anymore. There's no way. You either it, get would, it of, would seem to be yeah, the case. You either get rid of Hertz and get you know a second round pick for him, third round pick, whatever you can get for him, or you get rid of Wentz and start completely from scratch. Like, who are you going to get? You, you got to spend that first round pick now on a quarterback because no no coach <sighs> that's going to come in is going to put his belief in Jalen Hurts. D- Doug Peterson was it. I I believe. I don't know what they're doing.
1: I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, it would seem that this is an indication that they're going to keep Carson Wentz. It would seem that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that that necessarily means Hertz is gone. And I point to, begrudgingly, I point to the New Orleans Saints. Is there a world where they keep both and use both, much like the New Orleans Saints are doing with Drew Brees and their tight end?
0: I think it's a different scenario. It's a. Uh, it's it's different a different scenario. scenario. Absolutely, it's a different scenario. Like, was, but is there, there a world never, that they do that? There was never any doubt in Drew Brees' mind that when he was able to play, he was starting a quarterback. So what I'm uh, what I'm saying, I'm I, not I, saying, I understand, that it's the I, same. I understand what you're I'm saying. saying the would they scenario. use that blue? No, no.
1: Would they use that blueprint?
0: Right, the, moving I, forward, I, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is with that, uh, with that thought process going. Uh, Going to be on Carson Wentz's mind of, I was literally one week away from getting cut by this team for this player if this coach didn't get fired. I, it, I it's just, a hard
1: sell. It's definitely a hard sell. I, I don't think. I don't wonder think if that's on the. It. I think you can. I, don't I know. think you can. I don't uh, know. I, I'm again. I'm just. It's. I'm just spitballing that. Now, obviously, now, we don't now know this, who the
0: coach is. The
1: strategy—we don't know could,
0: what's going to happen. As far as the strategy goes of doing the, the Drew Brees, Taysom Hill situation, yeah, I it could work, but I I don't think that the Eagles are are built like or Miller, What
1: the Colts are doing? The Colts were doing that with uh, with Philip Rivers and uh, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. They they were yeah. bringing him in for some plays. Slightly different. Jacoby was coming in for those a lot of those shorter runs. A lot of
0: it depends on how much Carson wants is actually regressed. Uh, sure. You
1: know, but if he's I, regressed that much, he's not gonna get on the field anyway. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, finding a way I, to, to mix them together. I'm just I'm just talking about a scenario I mean, if you're gonna do that, where they if, both
0: stay. If you're gonna do that situation, like there's better options out there. Like But could, but these two are already on your team. And
1: if you try to get rid of one of them, you're losing a lot of money.
0: So you're talking about keeping Carson Wentz's ridiculous contract. Which is a ridiculous contract even if you move him. I I understand He's still a huge cap hit no matter what. Well,
1: you can trade him. But no, there's still a big cap hit if they trade him. They still have dead cap from that contract even if they trade him.
0: You don't think that they can get rid of the cap?
1: It stays on as a trade. Really? That's what the dead why cat money NFL is they, so weird. It's it is what it is. So that's why I'm saying this is a I'm not saying this is the expected scenario or what I'm predicting. I'm saying this is a scenario where they can stay in the same quarterback room. And oh, we're yeah, seeing it I just, I, get them. The Saints are in the divisional round and potentially further, which we'll get to in a moment. But they they're they're, they're doing it. I, oh, totally so, different scenario so, of how I, they I, got there. I see but it
0: it's yes, a blueprint so yes that's the blueprint that they they would take if they're keeping both i just i don't see it happening i don't i don't know that i like, see it's it so either. hard it's so hard for me to like agree with everything that you're saying just because i don't see, i don't see there's maybe a one percent chance i see this happening it's like so such what a, it depends on is
1: when it's playing well because if Wentz isn't playing well, there's no I see it. There's see no it. threat of him throwing like so so the reason it works with Drew Brees and Taysom Hill, obviously Drew Brees got injured and Taysom had to come in, but the way it works, regardless of how I feel about it, is because Taysom Hill has a threat of running or throwing, right. et no, cetera. I, I, but I, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Just hold on a second. But because Drew Brees plays extremely well as he's Drew Brees. It, it works. If one is playing poorly, it's not, it's not going to work. And that's and that's the problem with Carson Wentz is you don't know what kind of player he's going to be. If he regresses a tremendous amount, like you're spitballing and saying that he might, then Hurts then is just going to be the starter. It's just going to be done. I'm not saying that I think it's going to happen. I'm just saying it's an
0: option of using both. Which yes. could work. Yes, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, and I agree. That's it. I just, I don't... I I don't necessarily think actually, it'll happen either. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so hard-pressed to say that it can work. Because... But if it does happen, you heard
1: it here first. Boom. Let's talk about the games. Let's talk about the games?
0: We can talk about the games.
1: Let's talk about the games. Super... Wild card weekend, which was okay. I mean, when we did yes. our preview last week, we showed. I I said I was shocked that the Bills and the Colts were the first game. Remember that? Yep. And I said. This has a chance to be the best game of the weekend,
0: and and it it and was, it, was.
1: <laughs> it absolutely was. What a game! The Bills squeaked it out, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Though it should not have been that close. I, I loved this game. That, it was, dude, I, it was
0: hard-nosed playoff football. It's, it's the football that that you and I grew up watching. It's the football you and, and I playing. grew up playing. Like. It was punch in the mouth football. Great defenses, and 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 it was don't let the score uh, uh, confuse you. Like this was a good defensive game, but dude, Josh Allen is just—he was so really good. Good, he was
1: really good. He finished twenty-six of thirty-five for three twenty-four and two touchdowns, and bring it back to a quick play design. Great play for one of his passing touchdowns. It was an RPO. He was close, and we talked about this: how he mm-hmm. had, he would be dangerous. Oh, you are talking about the falling down touchdown? So, so a lot of people are like, "Oh, he was lucky to have that tight end there." No, 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 no. no the, that, that play was, was drawn Absolutely up that designed. way. Yeah, it was drawn up. Beautifully, there's no way you're going to have a player downfield unless you mean to have them downfield. Mm -hmm. And it would have been linemen running downfield, but because of where they were on the field, the linemen didn't have anywhere to go, so you couldn't have an illegal man downfield. And and
0: if and if and the
1: tight end was standing there by himself, it was fantastic. Love that play design. If you
0: watch the play, you you can actually see that tight end, he it looks like he's he got lost in the middle. Right. He and and he, he throws a quick chip to give yep. to give that little brief split second to make the whole linebacking core think, "Oh, he's blocking," and then he just takes off. And and to be clear, he
1: wasn't the first option. The first no, op- no, option was no, running no, no. that ball in.
0: No, it was was Josh Adams running it in. But but if you it was the tight end with that kudos little block, yeah, that had that whole linebacking core move up. Because oh yeah, I saw Josh Allen take off to the right, just like we the, said. And, and the tight end, their job for that play was look, the tight end comes across, you cover him, you follow him wherever he goes. But, if but you they saw Josh the RPO Allen action. Take off, exactly. And yep. that it was so perfectly designed, called at the right time. Great job and by Knox,
1: executed yeah. perfectly yep. by Knox, but more importantly Josh by Allen. Josh Allen. Well, think he and, 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 saw and, that and saw him wide open and didn't say, no, no, I can punch this in, I can, nope. He he got the touchdown. He, well, and, he got and, the ball where it needed to go.
0: And let's give the credit to, I think that it was Singletary who was the running back and I don't think that it was Moss. I think it was Singletary that was the running back for that play. And he, he, he sold that play so well that it, it caused just enough confusion and the block that he threw was great. He, he sold it just enough to just cause a little bit of confusion with that defensive end to buy Josh Allen that time.
1: Well, and then Josh Allen goes running around and yep. and bumps into his own guy and sees Knox at the last minute, yeah, and is able to is able to to recognize that yep. option, and and that's where it comes back to the play design. But he executed it beautifully, and I think that is a sign of what we can what we have with Josh Allen he is he is he's made tremendous strides well, past, this season
0: the past what well, I want to say eight nine weeks me and you have been seeing his praise like yes this guy has yes. been great
1: he's a and, different quarterback
0: and I think what what's what's the, the statistic he's one Hail Mary miracle greatest yeah, from of all time winning his last patch. now ten games yeah so and i think that he's the, he was the second best player in the nfl this year behind aaron rodgers so well I, it's why
1: it's why right at the end of the season i had the buffalo bunch, bills
0: yeah. jump up to number 1 in my top yep, to
1: bottom it's yep. exactly why i did it he they they are they are Hale murray against the cardinals yep. away from yep. 10 or 11 in a row and that that's that's really impressive colts had a chance in this game
0: mm-hmm. uh they had I said, a I feel so ridiculous bad for turnover yeah yeah, uh, yeah i feel bad for him like he had a chance
1: he's really got a lot of did. kids I, I connect on the kids part i don't have as many but I mean, i'm like second on the list right something like that you're up there yeah definitely it, a, no I, I do i feel bad for him as well um i like, could he have you played know,
0: a better game like he played a great game
1: he kept them in it yeah um they were he he ended up 27 of 46, 309 and two touchdowns, no picks. That's a great game. Yeah. That's well done. I uh, no sacks either. He wasn't sacked at all. Yeah, that is correct. I uh, I think it's it's important to notice Jonathan Taylor played yeah. great in this game yeah. and has played great down the stretch for the Colts. Man, mm-hmm. did he finish strong in this season. His rookie year. Yeah. I was very pleased by that. I uh, didn't help me in fantasy as much as I had hoped, but what are you gonna do? No, the Colts. The Colts were in this game. Philip Rivers played great. I, I think they were gifted a few things, including, and I mentioned a minute ago that that uh, that fumble was not a fumble. He was. It was. It's it's clear as day. I don't know how they upheld that call, but they did, and and Buffalo held. If that if that had been the reason Indianapolis won that game, oh man. Buffalo Bills fans would have been lighting some things on fire, not just the tables they were jumping yeah, through. Yeah. Uh, but Bills are moving on. We both picked the Bills. We are both right on the Bills. Next game, not quite the outcome that we expected. Anybody. That anybody expected. Uh, the Rams took down the Seahawks 30-20. to And not just that, but the fact that it was Jared Goff, that quote unquote led them to that victory when he wasn't even the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh you had John Wolford, the accountant. Wolford. Uh he he got knocked out of this game. Uh it was a targeting call. It was the correct call, in my opinion. And he actually ended up
0: going to the hospital with that yeah. neck injury. Yeah. Um I mean and, you, and it, it's it's so bad. Like it's your second start all time. You you have your team on a roll, and it gets popped, and you get popped in, in a cheap shot. Let, let's call
1: it what it was. I won't call it a cheap shot. It was not the right hit. He shouldn't have hit him that way. I'm not going to call it a cheap shot. It, it, the speed of this game, that yes, was not a
0: dirty hit. I don't. It know. was his it shoulder.
1: Was, it was his shoulder.
0: It was, a, it, but. It, it, it was the right call. It was on the field. Definitely targeting. He could have controlled it a little. Oh yes,
1: yes. Think. I'm not going to call it a cheap shot. I won't. I won't call it that. I don't know. It's Nonetheless, close. it's close. What I thought was really interesting in this game is how the announcers, and if I'm not mistaken, it was Joe and Troy, did nothing but talk about Jared Goff as if he is just a backup quarterback. Yeah, and that the Rams are are in deep, deep trouble because they lost their starter. And that, that was mind-boggling to me. Now, there are Rams fans that may or may not be listening to this show right now. They're like, yeah, Jared Goff is a backup quarterback, and he is not worthy of starting. Well, he, he just beat the Seahawks, so there's that. Though I wonder, did Jared Goff beat the Seahawks? Or did Russell Wilson beat the Seahawks? Because he played like doo-doo.
0: Well, I think it, it, I think that it, it was not only Russell Wilson who beat the Seahawks, but that that Rams defense looked good. It was really good. It was Aaron really good. Donald, they, even though, and, and I'm, I don't know what's going on there. in Donald, I haven't read any reports on him. I know ribs, practice ribs, but ribs is a lineman to have those injured. Oh, to so let me tell you from experience, it sucks. He's expected to play.
1: He's expected to play. He ended up with two sacks in that game. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the Seahawks had a very, very strange game plan, and I say that because I couldn't figure out what it was. It was something along the lines of, let's let Aaron Donald run free and cause havoc, and then we'll see if we can beat the other ten, which... Probably not the best plan in the world. They they their well, play calling was especially, horrendous.
0: Especially when one of those other ten is a Jalen Ramsey who, yeah. who has a point to Who locked against down. DK Metcalf? Like locked this rivalry, him down. this rivalry is going to be something that's going to be great to see for years to come. It's going to be Ramsey against Metcalf. And Ramsey won. Metcalf did have
1: ninety six yards and two touchdowns, but one on one with Ramsey. He had none of those. No. Nothing. He had nothing. So, Ramsey won, and of course, they won the game. But I, I thought the play calling of the Seahawks was horrendous. Russ looked terrible. Now, that could be attributed to the play calling and, and everything like that. But it was it was an ugly, ugly game from the Seahawks. Yeah. They yeah. never got started. They couldn't get off the ground. And the Rams just stunned him. We both picked the Seahawks, and we both got that one. Incorrect. The night game on Saturday, though, that was an interesting game. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washingtons, and Taylor Heineken. Heineke. Heineken. I thought it was the mufflers. Heineken mufflers. Isn't that a muffler company? No, it's Heineken beer. I make car parts for the American working man. Isn't that I what th- am I?
0: You know what? It, it might be car mufflers <laughs> that you get with a beer. <sighs> taylor heineke shocked the world mm-hmm.
1: he lost ten bay ended up winning 31 to 23 but nobody picked it to be that close no. And he played no. his heart out. Yeah, like, 26 of 44, 306, a touchdown and a pick, and he ran for a touchdown. Listen, which Washington-
0: separated his shoulder when running for that touchdown and came back in and played. Washington needs to sign him to a contract to be- yeah. I mean, if yeah. not to start, to at least be the backup next year like he he needs to be in quarterback consideration,
1: backup or starter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. I want him the same friend. Bring him the same friend.
1: Everywhere should be like, who's that guy? Now Washington shouldn't let him go. He's probably helping them with taxes and stuff like that in the back. Wait, no, he wasn't the tax guy. The other guy was the tax guy.
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna say he's he's not the one with the LinkedIn. That's <laughs> no,
1: he's not. But but he he was he was fantastic. He was an
0: inspiration to everybody. I mean, the th- Where did he? Like I've I've never. Heard of this kid before this, past, you know, the past, what, two, three weeks?
1: Like, uh, not, not even. Not,
0: I haven't heard of him in college. I didn't hear. Old food. Dominion. Like, where?
1: Fourth season.
0: <laughs> I, it,
1: it, That's what I got for you.
0: Literally anything. They, they brought him up from the practice squad, if I remember correctly, right? Because they got rid of him uh, I think acting. so. Yeah. Like, this is a, a an amazing story. Number one, I think that this this would probably, if he won this game, this would have been better than the Kurt Warner story, which to me is still the greatest story in in the NFL.
1: I, I don't know if it would immediately make him the the better than Kurt Warner, but it puts him in in the conversation.
0: I mean, at least Kurt Warner, I heard of in college. I heard of him in the AFL. Like I've heard of him somewhere. I have never heard of this kid. Ever. And he
1: stood up and went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady
0: yep. and had a chance at the with end the to win. Yeah.
1: He had a chance to win that game or at least at least tie it. Uh, mm. Brady was Brady. Brady. Brady did what Brady does. Yeah, yep. 22 of 40, 381, two touchdowns. Uh, I thought it was interesting because Leonard Fournette was the number one back. Uh, um, Ronald Jones was hurt, didn't play yep. in that game. Yep. I have not heard any news
0: at all at on all. him moving They're being forward. So quiet
1: about that. Mike Evans was spectacular. Six catches for 119 yards, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers move on.
0: And, and, and another note: let, let's let's give credit where credits due. Antonio Brown's fourth straight game with a touchdown. That's that son a of a gun. That son of a gun. Like they they have a three headed
1: monster now. It, it, Hit two catches, forty-nine yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, like they have
0: their yeah. three, three. Four If you count Gronk, five. If you count great like they Fair enough. They, their offense is, is on on such. They're dangerous. They're, they're dangerous. They're like dangerous. They, from from one to f- to five in their 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 yeah. progressions, they're they're better than just about anybody in the league. And if and if.
1: Jones, Ronald Jones is Comes is back, healthy. Then, yeah, the he's running back. He's is, a good. Oh, he's dangerous. They're, they're yeah. a dangerous team. Uh they'll have to run routes like thirty yards and in because Brady ain't going to be able to put it deep. We already know that.
0: Well, he's, uh, well, hold on, hold on. He's thrown more deep passes this year than he has in the past, like four or five. Yeah, incomplete. Out of
1: bounds, overthrowing or underthrowing. I, listen, I, my my bias for Brady, like I overrated is all I'm saying. I'm just saying it. I, I said it. It's on the air. You can overrated.
0: Be, you can be overrated and still be the goat. Maybe not the That best. may or
1: may not be true, but my statement is simply, he's overrated. Let's move on to Sunday. Your boy, Derrick Henry, Did got embarrassed. Nothing. He got embarrassed. Nothing. Emb- The Ravens came in there and stomped on that logo, paying them back for that nonsense a few weeks back. Uh, Baltimore wins it 20-13. Eh game, as far as entertainment value goes. Uh, Lamar did his best to make it entertaining. He finally got his his
0: first playoff win.
1: He did get his first playoff win. He had that great 48-yard rushing touchdown, which was great. He was the leading rusher in the game, and actually... Had more rushing yards than anybody had rushing or receiving yards in the game with 136. He
0: almost had half the rushing yards in the game from both teams. Both teams uh, combined yeah. to have 287. He had 136. Like, and I think, and I think that
1: is the stat that needs to be focused on. Is Derrick Henry had 40 yards? Yeah, two point average, two point two yards per carry. 40 yards. His as longest as run was eight. Yards. Now, I thought, getting later in that game, he was going to be able to do what Derrick Henry has been known to do, which is just keep pounding down yep. their throats. Yep. And at the end, when that score was still twenty to thirteen, I said, "Hold up, this has a chance for." And I think that's who we did it to in. We, 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 no, it was a, there was an overtime game in the playoffs last year, right? Wasn't that him? It, it wasn't over. No, it wasn't overtime. It was. Overtime. was, it, was it was earlier this year. He won an overtime. Oh game yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he just pounded it. it down their throat and remember. took it. Regardless, I know he did it. I just can't remember against him. I thought that's what was going to happen. Something along those lines. He was going to keep doing it, but it, he just couldn't get get going. Baltimore had the scheme. I saw a a an analysis earlier today that I thought was very interesting. Derrick Henry's a big dude. He's, yeah. he's he's tall, yeah. very long strides, and I yeah, noticed this like when I was at watching him, this him game.
0: Compared to Mark Ingram, when they were both at Alabama, yeah, it's, like a, yeah, it's, a, great the it's yeah. a great picture. It's a great picture. What I've always
1: thought about Derrick Henry is, and I'm not knocking him; it's just a fact. He never looks like he's running hard. Yeah, he has such long strides that it always looks, just to the eye, nonchalant. And I saw an analysis today that I thought was interesting. That because of that long stride, it is harder for him to plant his foot and cut when he sees a lane open up. He generally speaking hits the hole or has more time
0: before he has and to he's, do that he's cut. A very, very north-south runner. Yes, like, very much so. He doesn't really. He can cut. Like oh no, yes, he can cut. A but he's more. It of just a, takes him longer. Yeah, I'm gonna lower my shoulder and run through you instead of plant my foot and go around you. Or I'm gonna and, stiff arm you into oblivion. Yeah, what I think happened, to be honest, is if you look at his last three weeks of the season, he went off. He did. He and, absolutely and I, did. I think he was just. And and the 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 Baltimore defense did a great job. I'm not trying. To take well, and that's away and that's them. what I'm. And that's what I was trying to get to was
1: the scheming and the defensive line play was all designed to shut down his first option and know that he has to take an extra long step before he can cut
0: and get to him before he can get to that yeah he just he looked so tired like he still ran where it it, like you said it, it kind of looked effortless his running but, style didn't change, but normally he he takes that first hit and it bounces off of him and he,
1: he yeah goes. no they they went after he his angles looked, yeah
0: he just looked tired
1: yeah no it was it was not the the Derrick Henry used to again I don't know how tired he was obviously he ran for two thousand yards he had a tremendous season etc etc et cetera I think it's more of a credit to Baltimore's defensive approach yeah than yeah. it is. That he was compromised in any way i i really think and if you really dive deep into some of those plays they strung him out just enough and left him an opening on the back end i i think at the time he saw it and planted his foot they were jumping on his legs and not
0: giving him that momentum i think that it was a combination of all that that and then also put into to to consideration tennessee and, and I, you know I love Ryan Tannehill. I think that he's done an amazing yeah. job with this team. a great year. They're not a vertical passing team. And, and Baltimore kind of, they took away those intermediate routes. Yeah. And, and and Tannehill just, they couldn't beat them long. They don't, now A.J. Brown's a burner. But well, and
1: Corey Davis was hurt.
0: Yeah. And that was a, that's a big deal. Right. So I mean you stacked the box against against Derrick Henry. You, you put Marcus Peters on AJ Brown to shut him down. That it was a perfectly designed defensive plan by Baltimore. Yeah. Plus how tired this team was. Plus plus the injury to Corey like it was a perfect storm that came yeah. and just said, you know what? This isn't Tennessee. And Lamar and Lamar was great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Lamar was great. It was good to see he was, you know, he only threw for 179 yards, and he did have that interception. But he rushed for another 136
0: and a touchdown. So you well, can't, you can't and deny that's that. What Lamar Jackson has to do, Lamar Jackson yes. isn't going to win any games by throwing for 400 yards. He's not.
1: Well, he's he not, has.
0: He, but I'm talking about playoffs. The not playoffs, now. Yeah, not now. Like he's he's not to, to win. He's going to have to if he wants to get this team to the Super Bowl. He's going to have to play like Colin Kaepernick played when the 49ers won the Super Bowl in 2012.
1: Like I, I do not disagree. So He's going to have to be able to do everything. He's going to have to be Lamar Jackson. Yeah, He's going to have to be Lamar Jackson. Nickelodeon broadcast the next game. I heard that it was amazing, though. I heard that it the Nickelodeon was amazing. broadcast was amazing. I did not watch it live. I saw a lot of clips. I went and I checked out what they did they I, I kind of wish my kids had sat and I could have watched it with them Uh they did a number of things to teach kids about the game they had uh, what young Sheldon is that it from the kid from young uh, Sheldon yeah
0: yeah, from yeah Big they Big had Series him explaining spinoff, off yeah
1: yeah they had him explaining penalties and what they mean and why they're called they had Michael Thomas who by the way was a factor in this game scored the touchdown and got slimed with so they virtually had slime in the end zone which i thought was really funny they had spongebob in the uh in the field goal net but whatever on that and then at the end sean payton got slimed for real which yeah. i thought was really really funny yeah. and that is a precursor. they won 21 to 9 the and bears you know, were terrible on,
0: the bears Sh- were terrible good on sean payton for going like trying not to escape he that, leaned like- into it yeah, he leaned into it. He knew how many kids it. were probably watching this. <laughs> and <laughs> to be honest, as far as as the future of this game, that may have been the most important game in, in NFL history. Like the amount about of about getting to get the kids involved. To get the kids, like, yeah. No, I love the it. amount the the amount of kids who probably watched this and 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 not just little boys like little girls too like like yeah, both kids. of us have said we played with little girls you know not little girls but whoa, we played whoa, with whoa, girls whoa, growing whoa. up in football <laughs> football you're a horrible individual
1: I football <laughs> No, we, we had we had girls on our football team. I'll wordsmith it for you. There were girls that played okay, football yeah. with us. Yes.
0: So this uh, this game it brought so many new eyes. Well, and that's to the, the point sport. I was making.
1: I have four daughters. Uh obviously the twins. Just could care less.
0: Her. Just just four. Just Philip Rivers calls you a rookie, bro. Hey, yeah,
1: yeah. Fair enough. If I can make the money that Philip Rivers is making, I'd still probably stop at four. Anyway. Uh, the twins—they're two, whatever. Like, not whatever to them, but they—they they yell touchdown when I yell touchdown. That's all I get from them. But the older two are starting now, ten and seven, to really seem to show an interest in the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that if Nickelodeon continues this, which, by the way, I think they should, I think one game every every week, week. yep, every week, and have it simulcast—you know, have it be on CBS too for the for the old hats that don't want to watch Nickelodeon, but. Have this option every week, and man, this could do a killing. I believe it's the largest viewership for a Nickelodeon program. I think that's what they have But anyway,
0: yeah, game yeah, on the field. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it.
1: Game on the field. uh eh, ugly game overall. The Bears look terrible. They look I mean, terrible.
0: I mean, Mitch VP, he he almost got two hundred oh, yards. Oh
1: God, he got two hundred yards. He, they looked terrible. Now, he did have, so he had a couple of throws back-to-back that were absolute dimes. Some of the best tosses you've seen. And they were back-to-back to uh, Oh, uh what's that receiver's that name? Wim,
0: Wims and Robinson, right? And no, just
1: no. it was just Wims. It was just Wims. Wims caught one on the sideline, oh, which was a beautiful and ball. And then the, the, the next play, And his hands went right through his arms. Which, by the way, if he caught that, totally different game. We have a totally Totally different game. game. Totally different game. I started with how great the Bears and Mitch VP played. But in the end, they they scored nine points. Scored nine points in a playoff game. Come on, man. That's not how it works. Saints, they did fine. They did fine. Drew Brees was fine. Taysom hey, was fine. I was I was pleased to see uh, Michael Thomas in this game and playing well. We talked about this leading in. I thought he was going to be a difference maker. He went five for 73 and a touchdown. He scored that first touchdown where he got slimed mm-hmm. on the Gladian. I was pleased to see that because that is going to be a key to them moving forward. And Kamara went for 99, was, was stopped dead on the one-yard line. When he had that, when he had 100 yards sitting right there, yeah, they were on yeah. the one, and he got stoned. Oh, I, I felt bad. Well, for it, But
0: look, they, and this Chicago team, they, their defense played so well. They did. Like, they, did. they really did, but it, they, they they, need more weapons on offense. Like, yes. When, when you're second-best receiver, yes, but, but we've already gone over this. Get Kirk Cousins. Maybe they get
1: Kirk Cousins. Hey, back-to-back MVPs, but no, they need they need they need to figure out something on offense. Your
0: second-best wide receiver is dropping. I mean, uh, it's gift wrapped. A touchdown that is gift wrapped, Uh, and you're dropping. That was
1: one of the prettiest throws you you can see. Yeah, it was beautiful. He dropped it right in there. Uh, And I got to tell you, I don't think their number one receiver is going to be around next year. I think Allen Robinson's
0: hitting the road. I mean, I was him. I'd take. uh, Think about the teams that are going to offer him big money. I I I He's gonna and we're going to talk about that in the offseason yep. because I have a f-
1: I have a number one contender for him so but, what? That's, but that's that's neither it's here nor there so is not me being a homer nor am I going to let you be cuz it's not either of our teams I know like uh, <laughs> but anyway uh when when your number one receiver is going to walk out the door it, it it makes for it makes for difficult moving forward but well, the, when, the your game number, went,
0: when your number one is going to leave and you don't even have a number two or three behind him, yeah, you don't it know causes gonna real be. issues. Uh,
1: I, I think this game went about the way we thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. We, you know, obviously it ended the way we thought it was going to end with with the Saints winning relatively comfortably. Uh, but and the Bears just eh, they they were they were the 17. They snuck in anyways. They were the extra seed this year at 8-8, eight and, eight, and there's no surprise with the outcome of this game. Nope, not at all. I'll tell you what did surprise me. Not me! <laughs> okay, so the outcome didn't surprise you, but the start of this game surprised you. The start, Don't is, the start of the game surprised everybody. <laughs> the start of the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers felt like the Steelers did not know there was a game and they oh god they they brought guys in from the parking lot until everybody showed up in the second half
0: well i think i think that ben roethlisberger for the first quarter was like colorblind i think that he (sighs) thought that cleveland had that steelers logo or or...
1: i don't know what his deal was but it, it from the very first snap the snap went over his head and it, it, a lot of people are comparing it to the Broncos and the Seahawks yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. A little different because that ended up for a safety. This ended up for a touchdown. Yeah. So the first yeah. half of the game, and it was and it was seven nothing Cleveland. That's hey, here we incredible. go. <laughs> and then and then we're like, okay, all right, let's settle down.
0: Nope. End of the first quarter. It's twenty eight to nothing. The most. Scored in the first quarter of any game in NFL playoff history. If I heard yeah, that correctly, I believe you are correct, and it
1: it was incredible. Now, I, I I have a confession. I did not watch the second half of this game. I saw that score of thirty five to ten, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to bed," and I went to bed. And I tossed and I turned, and I tossed and I turned and I could not fall asleep to save my life because I was terrified that the Steelers were going to come back and win this game and I was going to have to come on the air and go, uh, I went to... Now, I saw the score when I woke up and I went, Oh, they almost did it. And I feel like if that game hadn't started the way it started, Pittsburgh would have ran away with this game.
0: So my confession about this is: is I didn't watch anything after the second touchdown. Okay, your, your boy had to work. Oh, so he's I, growing I, up, people, before our very I ears. Know, I know, but you I, thought I, it was over too. I thought it was over. I'm like, there's, there's. Cleveland is just, they're ready to run away with this game. And I knew that they were going to be like, I just, I had this feeling.
1: You said they were the better team. And by yeah. the way, we, we picked all the games the same, except for this game. You had Cleveland, I had Pittsburgh. Mm. So you won the week at 4-3. I, I finished 3-3. 4-2, three, three. That's, okay. that's what I meant. And and I and I went 3-3. Three three. So yep. that's that's right off the bat. But when, when they came back after the third quarter apparently rumor has yeah. it they scored 13 points to and and cleveland scored nothing mm-hmm. it was suddenly a game they ended up winning cleveland ended up winning 48 to 37 so it it was a good spread there but pittsburgh made this a well game. okay so so they won that second
0: half what, yeah but 27 to 13. so that let la- i think that the last touchdown pittsburgh scored was a garbage touchdown like it, it, the game should have ended forty-eight to thirty. Cleveland put in like their second team defense against against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got that last touchdown, but to once once the quarter changed, I started getting the alerts, and I you know I saw seventeen yard touchdown pass, you know ten yard reception. It was Ben Roethlisberger. What do you throw for over five hundred? Five hundred and one yards. Right. Five hundred and one. Like, I, I started getting the updates on my phone of every play, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what is happening?" Yeah. Like, I got, I, I got, legitimately scared because the whole time I was ready to come on, come on the air, and and, and pound your and chest, pound my yeah. chest, and just destroy the Steelers. And it's like you said, I think that if it wasn't for that first quarter, Pittsburgh might have won this game by a lot. But that last touchdown lot. was garbage. Like, so so it
1: was over at the nick chubb 40-yard touchdown pass from baker mayfield relatively early in the fourth quarter that's when the game was over that made it 42 to 23 and it, it pretty much put it out of reach three but yeah well, yeah 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 that pretty much put it out of reach i mm-hmm. uh, but you're right in that third quarter well they, they had a field goal right at the end of the of the half and then it came out and had Ebron and Juju catch touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. And then in the fourth quarter, Chase Claypool and then Chase again with a minute left. A minute nine mm-hmm. left. That's what made it forty eight to thirty seven. So yeah, somewhat of a garbage time touchdown. Now, they get the onside kick and they make a cl- like what? whatever, whatever. What? But I I think it was pretty much over. Like people starting to breathe easy well, that, in Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. Like, once, with, once when once, Chubb scored that touchdown, once we
0: got through the third quarter and then Cleveland rebounded to get that one touchdown, yes. I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm going to thump my chest a little bit here and say <laughs> I won the week.
1: Of course. They don't get that touchdown, and it, it's a whole nother monster. A whole uh, other monster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because even with the garbage time touch, even if they did give up, the it was a twelve point touchdown. game before yeah, that touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was no, a agreed. twelve point agreed. game.
1: Agreed. totally different monster. Mm-hmm. But Cleveland moves on, first playoff win since I don't know nineteen oh five or whatever the hell it's been. Good for them. Moving on to the divisional round, which we're now gonna pick these games, four games this week. We're going to go in chronological order. We now bring in the big boys, the number one seeds, joining the fun after their bye. First game of the week, Saturday at 435 on Fox, which hmm, I wonder if that's now Joe Joe and Joe and Troy are going to be in in New Orleans. Never mind. Yeah, (laughs) they're going to be there. We get the Rams and the Packers 435 on Fox on Saturday. In Green Bay. Last I checked, Green Bay is favored by six and a half points. Do we give the Rams a chance in this game? We don't know who the quarterback is going to be. I assume it's going to be Jared Goff. We don't know if his thumb's going to let him grip the ball. Eric Donald is injured with with the, the, cart- the rib cartilage injury. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine he's 100%. You giving the Rams a chance, a punter's chance, maybe in this game.
0: So, I think a lot of it comes down to Aaron Donald. If Aaron Donald plays, yes, Aaron Donald. And and this is he's a disruptor. I think he's the best player in football. You're not alone. You know, and and a lot. You know, but a lot of this is going to come down to that weather, and it's supposed to snow. Is it? They're already predicting snow. So if it's snowing, LA stands no chance. Unless Aaron Donald has the game of a, of a lifetime, which for him is one hell of a game. Like, yes, I I just the, the the Packers are better at every single level, with the exception of Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. So Uh, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. You you know, it's twenty-two players that are going to be on the field most of the game. The best player at every position except for two is on Green Bay. So I I just so I've got
1: I've got snow Friday, with a few flurries into Saturday. So the I'm looking
0: at the AccuWeather forecast. Green Bay, thirty-two snow.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm looking at weather.com. It says 34 cloudy, few flurries or snow showers possible. Regardless. Uh, regardless. regardless. If it snows, this game could be very ugly for, for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Because the snow doesn't seem to affect Aaron Rodgers at all. We saw that a few weeks ago. In fact, ago he, there's he sometimes he plays
0: better. Yes. like yes. He's, he's such a freak of nature that he plays better in the snow.
1: I'm nervous that we're going to go four for four in picking this week, picking the same. But I got the Packers easily yeah. in this game.
0: Yeah.
1: Next game, night game on NBC, 8 15 Saturday. The Buffalo Bills are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. At last check, the Buffalo Bills are favored by two and a half. Again, we're picking straight up just winners, but. I'm flo- I'm just I'm just slide slide in the spread in there. Bills Ravens. This game
0: feels hard to pick. It does, but once again, I'm going to the accuweather forecast it's, we got snow, and he's never played in snow. Yeah. Lamar Jackson has never yeah.
1: played in snow. Like and I, I think his entire life,
0: life he's never played in snow. Yeah,
1: no, he's that's what he's already come out and said and he's looking forward to it. So that's why I think it's hard to to know what's gonna happen in this game because we've never seen him play in snow. We've never seen what he can do or I, what he I can't know, do.
0: I know who we have seen play in snow, and that's Josh Allen. That's true. That's true. That's true. I think Josh Allen forward to this matchup. Mm-hmm.
1: I think he wants, I I think, I think Allen's going to run more in this game.
0: I I think Stephon Diggs is going to go off.
1: So, so yes, that's fair. But I still think Josh Allen is going to try and run to prove a point that he can. And then that's going to. Put pressure okay. on Lamar, okay. who might try to take too much on it. I think. I think this is the end of the road for the, for the Ravens. I really, I really to. do. I uh, well that,
0: and I. I kind of feel like the Bills and and they're another, the better team. Well, they're they're on a crash course. Like they've been on a crash course all season. It just seems like these two teams. this It's year, been building.
1: Yeah. Well and and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on you because that is not what was said by on this show No 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 eight I'm, weeks and, ago. And, and, and uh, what yes. was said on this show eight weeks ago is Pittsburgh was on the collision course that you're talking about the Bills are now on. The Bills correct. took over correct. this collision course. Correct, correct, correct. That's when a better, I, way when I put them, better way to say when I put it. them yes. number one in my top to bottom, Pittsburgh was on this collision course and we even said that. It looks like Pittsburgh's on its way and here we are, Pittsburgh sitting at home, and,
0: and Josh Allen and listened the to the podcast, and he said,
1: "You yes. know what? I like this Josh guy. Josh for Josh. He's he's we're connecting, we're connecting. I got the Bills. I think they could win this by double digits. I'm not picking it by double digits because it is the playoffs. I and think different. I think it's tend be to be a, a little different.
0: Close, low scoring game based on the snow. I just think Buffalo is just a better team, top to bottom."
1: If I had to guess, I'm going to say a garbage time touchdown puts it out of reach for for Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Moving on to Sunday. Like I said, the big boys are coming to town. 3:05 on CBS. The Chiefs host the Cinderella Browns.
0: I guess we can call them. I mean, they the Rams are really this is the real team of these playoffs. I guess I was going to say Cleveland is, but the Rams Wow. i'm gonna oh, say boy. cleveland is i'm
1: gonna say cleveland is they beat their rival
0: the first time in the playoffs in
1: 100 years okay, and they well. beat their rivals pretty pretty impressively well now they go into kansas city where it's a 10-point spread yeah the clock and is struck
0: midnight yeah,
1: like do we have to say it i mean do we have to so, go down the reasons so if, is if, there if, a single position on the field that the Browns are better at running back. Okay. I'll give you running I mean, back. That might be it, but running back. Defensive uh, end. Defensive Miles event. Garrett, Miles Garrett is, it was the first name <laughs> I thought of. You're, so the running game for the Browns is, is significantly better. Yes. But,
0: well, but the... well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to say significantly, but the yeah, one two punch,
1: the yep. one two punch, which is ironic because the two in that one two is Kareem Hunt, who was kicked off so, of the cheese. So, did you see, Yeah. Did you see? I the- did. I saw the meme. I saw the meme. <laughs> I thought you it's, were it's, a donut and I was excited <laughs> yes. to draft you. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's interesting. I think he has revenge on his mind, though I don't know why he did it to himself. But that's not that's not the conversation at hand. Uh, But so outside of the running game and Miles Garrett, it's it's Chiefs. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And what does your AccuWeather say for this game? Sunday.
0: AccuWeather says 41 and sunny in Kansas City.
1: Yeah. This game's going to be a track meet and and. I don't think they can keep up for the full game, So, but
0: I really make it interesting. I really, really want to see if they can pull off the stats that these two did in college. If you saw the, the I saw the that. Score. I saw that. Was it uh, uh,
1: Oklahoma and Texas, Texas Tech? Tech and,
0: yeah, Texas Tech. Where Texas they, Tech. Had, like, a total they put up of like 150 like, points. 1,500 passing yeah.
1: yards or something ridiculous. Yeah, it was it like 66 to 59 or something yeah. like that? Great, great I'm, game.
0: I'm down for that. I'm down I am for that. I'm so
1: down for that. And so is CBS by the way. CBS would love that. I yeah. uh, that this has a chance to be a very good game, a track meet. It really really does because the Browns can can throw it. They can they can yeah. go up and down it that field end
0: up like a track meet of like think of Usain the, Bolt and everybody Usain else. Bolt versus yes. a preschooler. Yes. Like this could end up being It could in it could absolutely you, you have the
1: gumption to go out and pick the Browns?
0: Uh, how many points you give me? Zero.
1: N- no. Okay. I got the choose as well. So we're three for three. Bringing us to the game that I heard a rumor was going to be broadcast on the History Channel between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Saw that one too, huh? 6.40 p.m. on Fox. That's where the big boy announcers are going to be in Troy and Joe Buck. Uh, it's it's Brady versus Breeze, and I gotta tell you, I'm I'm here for this game. I, I am here I, for I this mean, game.
0: Look, we we joked about it being on the History Channel. This game is historical. Like this it game, is. the oldest combined yeah.
1: quarterbacks ever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. And if I'm not mistaken, the first first time one and two in touchdown passes have ever played each other in the playoffs, something, something like, like that. that yeah. it, it's it's all the it's all the storylines you can think of. But it, it's it's Brady versus Brees, and th- these are two good teams. Both yeah. are good teams. Right yeah. now, the spread is three points, which as we've made very clear over the course it's of it's the fist boys yeah, pick-em. is basically a pick them on a neutral field, but it's not a neutral field. I don't think fans are going to be allowed. And if they are, it'll be very limited, which is a factor for New Orleans because they they have they have rowdy fans in that dome. Uh it is a dome, so there's no weather to, to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to think about this game. I i don't know about ronald jones which which is a big deal though leonard fournette did just fine uh this past week what what do you who's the difference maker in this game
0: who is it's it? gonna be antonio brown
1: antonio damn brown this guy this guy i'm gonna go ahead God, give it to me. Why? Why is Antonio Brown going to be the difference maker?
0: You you got to figure that New Orleans is going to do everything they can to take at least either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin out the game. They have to. You have to. And, and they're probably going to do their best to take both of them out. And and
1: Gronk Gronk has to be accounted for. I think Gronk is as dangerous, specifically in the red zone, as anybody on that team. Yeah. But and that said, we have seen many, many times, many times where Mike Evans has done just, you know, done everything and they have still lost the
0: game. Right. So the, they need somebody else to get involved. And the past four games, they have been on fire. And it's because they've been giving it to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. I mean, are you sitting down? Yeah. I mean, you're looking at me. I would hope you know that. I I think the the X factor.
1: <laughs> good, good.
0: <laughs>
1: I can't. <laughs> 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 this is going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's Taysom Hill. He's going to play quarterback. It. Taysom Hill on the field will be a different. You're going to have Michael Thomas. You're going to have. Uh, Alvin Kamara on the field and I think I they have to have Breeze, Kamara, uh Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Taysom Hill on the field at the same time.
0: Well, they do that I don't I don't know if you know this. Jared Cook may not play. I so that's a big deal which is why
1: i think Taysom hill needs to be on the field at the same time as these guys as often as you possibly can and move him around move him around put him in the backfield put him in motion do everything put, put in him in the center let's not get ahead of ourselves what they need to do is look at that college football playoff national championship game and do do that with Taysom Hill, have him the motion guy, jumping all over the place, running back and forth, running all these crazy rounds, because anybody that he's one-on-one with, if Michael Thomas and Sanders are on the field as well, and Kamara, whoever you put him one-on-one with, he's going to beat. Because they're not gonna put their number one cover guy on him, and if they do, Michael Thomas is gonna feast. So, not as quarterback per se, it might be a factor, Playing quarterback, but I'm saying just being on the field makes him an important factor in this game, and because of that, you're going to pick who? The Bucks. Wow, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're going head to head in the last game. I'm taking the Saints. So, so
0: a couple. And it factors should be noted.
1: This. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. A couple Give
0: factors to... in this. It's. It's very, very rare to see a team beat another team three times in one season. Absolutely. And I, th- I think in my lifetime, I've seen it maybe twice. Like, actually, visually. like, Yeah, I understand. You no, know, it doesn't happen often. It's hard. And come playoff time, Tom Brady is a completely different <sighs> person. You know, you can love them, you can hate them, say whatever you want about Tom Brady. When it comes to the playoffs, nobody's ever won more. So it should be noted
1: that the two games that they played them, the Saints won pretty handily. Oh no! I know. Thirty-four to twenty-three, and and then thirty-eight to three. I understand that. I do. I'm taking. Didn't and wasn't that thirty-eight to three game with no? No, Drew Brees was in that game. I thought Taysom was the one that came in. Is that when Drew Brees got hurt? I don't know. Yes. Anyway, continue. No, no. He got hurt against the 49ers, I thought. That's right. We did talk about that. I thought this was the game he got hurt. No, and he was spectacular, and they won going away. So a lot of times, those games are closer, which makes it harder. But this is the perfect opportunity for Tom Brady to come in and and slam the door shut on what might be Drew Brees' last season.
0: I, I, I get that. I do. But I just, I think that, it, it, like I said, Tom Brady is a completely different player. Antonio Brown, they have, they have. You love your AB on this team. I think that he's a perfect fit, and he's proving it. Yeah. And, and the Saints haven't seen this version of the Bucks. No, they have not. Very
1: few have. They have not been gelling all season until towards the end when they
0: were all playing well. So, also, seemingly. just of note. 17 times since 1950 has a team gone 3-0 against another team. That's a lot. It I would not have guessed that high. I would not have guessed that high. Well, would it, not have that well high. and and the in the last time it happened was 2009, Cowboys over the Eagles. And since 2000 it's happened 5 times. Okay.
1: Like I said, I would have said it would have been less. So No, cool. and,
0: and and I remember twice. I remember the Steelers it, over the Browns in 0-2, and then I remember the, the Titans over the Jaguars in 99 because of uh, Steve McNair. That's the year that yes. he had the, the that great. Was uh, it a split MVP year? Yes, that's when uh, yeah. the Titans went to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yes.
1: Uh, I'm taking the Buccaneers, or excuse me, the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. We're going head-to-head on this. I, I, think, I think they're a better team. It's close. I'll give them that. Um, I think Drew Brees is playing better uh, than he was earlier in the season. I think he's come off that injury. Michael Thomas, I loved him coming into this last game, and I think he could be a difference maker here. And like I said, as much as I hate Taysom Hill playing quarterback, he's going to be an X factor in this game and allow Kamara to take over the game late and win this. But I want you to know something. We were always going head-to-head on this game.
0: Why? Because if I picked the Bucks, you were going to go for the Saints? Or well, I you did pick on. the Bucs, and I, I did go on. with the Saints.
1: I was leaning Saints, but if you had picked them, I would have gone Bucks just for the head-to-head. Luckily, we went with the teams that we want. Luckily, I got it right. Nice. Well, well, you're, you're one for one, I guess, on, on head-to-head in the playoffs. So, recap. We both got the Packers. the Rams, the Bills over the Ravens, the Chiefs over the Browns. I stay with the home team, which, by the way, there is the the big caveat. I've got all four home teams, and that's what screwed us last week. Uh, Six seeds win every year, it seems. And then I've got the Saints, and you've got the Buccaneers, and that's the divisional round matchups, and that does it for episode 42 of the Fistball Boys. Boom! Here we go!
0: You're so, Thank you so much for joining us. I love the NFL. I love playoffs. football. I love the NFL love, playoffs.
1: Listen, a lot of people crapped all over this extra team with the seven seed. I love it in the I playoffs. Love I've loved it from the very instant it came out yep. because it's more meaningful football. That yep. I, I, am not gonna lie. Super Wildcard Weekend was exhausting. It was. It was hard to. It was hard to watch it. I all. had to go to work. Like, oh, yeah and then we had the national championship game on on monday so it was a lot of people called it the best three days in f- of football that we've had ever like it was it was a, it was a lot of fun i don't know so we didn't have four that games we didn't have week.
0: that one week of football where we well, had the wednesday true. game that's
1: true we did have the the steelers got put steelers and ravens got postponed that does it for ex- episode 42 more football coming your way this week with the division around thank you so much for joining us we appreciate it. Check us out on all the social medias. we got the Twitters. we got the uh, Facebooks and the Instagrams. On all of them, we are at
0: the Fistbump Boys.
1: Check us out on the website. We've got articles. We've got all our episodes. We've got pictures and fun stuff from us. That is www.thefistbumpboys.com. Check us out. Like, subscribe, review. Let's get some five stars in there. We haven't asked for it very much. Let's let's get some love. Share us. Show us to your friends. This is where the rubber meets the road. We're in the playoffs. This is where you hear it. More fun stuff coming from the Fist Fistbump Boys. We will catch you all next week.